Hello, hello, squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and an actual Drag Race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, She's already the hair hers. Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is RuPaul's Drag Race. Each week, I'm joined by show insiders, judges, and queens who have made history. And we talk about this new 11 legendary season and your experiences on the show. And warning, kitty girls, there will be spoilers in this episode, so don't be gagging. We bring it to you every ball. And if you haven't seen this week's episode, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Thursday at 9, 8 Central on VH1 or VO Wow Presents Plus. Now, having said that, please state your name and occupation for the record. I am Derek Berry. I'm a Britney Spears impersonator. I'm Kimora Black, and I'm just a woman impersonator <laughs> seven days a week. Uh, and these two of our most glorious, gorgeous, <laughs> and festively like wonderful queens from Drag Race, and the stars of Wait What? Wait What? Wait What? Wait What? <laughs> yes. And just standouts from season nine and eight of yes. Drag Race. Oh, standouts! Hey, legends! Yes. We're doing something right. <laughs> now, how did you? T- how did you two meet? We oh my met god! Years ago in Vegas. He came to the show at came to Divas one time in I mean out of drag. So as Vaughn and Coco Montrese was like, Oh, Kamora's here. Did you say hi? And I'm like, No, I never saw Kamora where. And I'm expecting like long, either blonde or brunette hair. And then she pointed Vaughn out and I was like, That is that's not Kamora. Kamora's a woman. I you know what? I never miss a Derek Berry show. I, yeah. I mean living in Las Vegas. I mean Britney Spears owns Las Vegas, so it was just my way to see a Britney shows for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good good plan okay now and quickly um derek what is kimora's best quality oh gosh i think my favorite thing about kimora is that she looks stunning she's funny and it's really like exciting to be around someone that has a fun outlook on life yeah like we don't talk sh- about people it it's just having fun every day she's a party girl yeah super oh, fun am. and what's her worst quality <laughs> Wait, what? what is my worst quality? Oh gosh, worst quality? Maybe when I explain things to her on <laughs> Wait What and she still doesn't get it, and then in five minutes I'm like, Kamora, I told you already. Maybe that. Yeah. It's, it's hard for me to trust people. <laughs> it's a learning experience. Okay, Kamora, what is Derek's best quality? Uh, um, you know what? Uh Derek's best quality, I think, is that she's a perfectionist at detail. I mean, if you want anyone to pack for you, Derek Bray is the best because oh. she'll literally put like an earring in a bag and a bag and a bag and a bag. And it's like I have a lot of baggage. She, she knows so- where exactly <laughs> it is. And um, I mean she, she's like the best Britney Spears in person I've ever met. And Ooh, the only one I've truly. ever met. And I think the only one I want to know. So and what's um, your worst quality? Her worst quality? Oh my god, no, I don't like this. You know what? Uh It used to be her eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) That was one episode. (laughs) But now, listen, y'all, I've seen the eyebrow up close and it is bomb. It is good. So, I mean, I I, I love Derek Barry. I've been a fan for a long time. um, I love Kimora. So excited to be here with her. And before we dig into this episode, Derek, I have to ask in the episode three, the Diva Worship, the Britney homage, did the team do her justice? What what, What were your thoughts? I was so impressed. So impressed. They. I think Nina wrote a lot of it. Yeah. And so, and Nina's a huge Britney fan as well. So they really lucked out having a team leader like take reins. Yeah. Uh, so I loved all the Britney references in Vanjie's segment. Uh, yeah. 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 I was super impressed. 
Excellent. Okay, so we're diving into this episode. The queens come back in the workroom following last week's elimination. Raj is wiping down the, the you know, the mirror. Mm. Bye, bitch. But nevertheless, she's taken up enough mirror space. <laughs> and it's just a little bit of shadiness going on there. She's kind of like, oh, you know, wipe it off. She's, she's gone, girl. The last thing they wrote is their message. So honor it. Yeah. Give them some praise. Maybe throw in praise, critique, praise, and then move on. Well, you know, and I mean, Raja in that moment, yeah, uh, like I feel like you shouldn't really say anything. We're not right looking now. at you as a front runner right now. Yeah. Well, and, and clearly Raja's <laughs> one who's not afraid to be like frank and salty mm-hmm. and just kind of like, you know, call which out is stuff. Fun. Which is exactly we love that. she's very entertaining. That. She's funny as yeah. hell. But I think there's a way to come up there's a way to approach it versus being like that girl. Yeah. And I have to mention the fun Silky comment at the beginning. She talks about plastique wearing a lot of corsets. And she's like, call her Viola Davis because that bitch is getting away with murder. Murder. Oh, my God. (laughs) The first thing I thought of was, oh, no, she meant Violet Tchotchke. No. Like in corsets. (laughs) And then I realized the punchline was she can get away with murder. So I was like, okay, Silky's good. (laughs) She got it. That's silhouette is stunning. It is. And And this is the thing. You'd rather... You'd rather be told by the judges, okay, maybe no more corsets instead of you're not giving us a shape. Mm-hmm. You're not giving us a body. You, you know? know, and I think too, is like, uh, change the corset up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, she yeah. wore the same one twice. So I think right. maybe yeah. making it a little different is kind of cool too. Um, but I mean, her fashion, I, I like it. Yeah. She's a stunning queen. I mean, I like stunning girls. Yeah. I like fishy girls. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, takes one to know one. <laughs> now, Rue um, chimes in with the, uh, she'd already had her says message. And it's like restaurant, little restauranty clues. Have you dined with us before? Have either of you ever worked in a restaurant? No, but I've eaten in one. <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> Been ever waiting tables? Or... I worked at McDonald's because my dad owned one. So since uh-huh. I was five years old, I worked there. And then my first real job was a uh, Cold Stone Creamery. Oh, where we I did love the ice cream. I love it. Okay, oh, like batter. we talked about cake batter yes. with graham cracker pie crust. I and love like, that Cold one. Stone, you're like slamming like the yeah. on stone like, on the cold surface. slab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh that was did my you, first job out of high school. Did you gain a lot of weight? No, but I would get a free one every day. And <laughs> one swear every day. So my <laughs> freezer was filled with them. And my mom used to take uh, an Ambien to go to bed. She'd wake up and eat my Cold Stone. She woke up one night covered in chocolate uh, ice cream, and she thought that it was blood all over her because it was <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh my! I know goodness. that's scary. She just told you that she was getting up and intentionally eating your damn all ice it. cream. All of it. <laughs> All the leftovers. First, we get the mini challenge, which is a sack race. Potato sack oh. race. It's all about boobs. Yeah. Girls gone wild. Drag's gone wild. It reminded me of the season four one with the wet t-shirt totally. contest. Because that's oh when they God, wore yes. all the breastplates and stuff. This yeah. one was probably my favorite mini challenge ever. I mean, any baby dragon would know, like, uh, having a Thanks. booth full of seeds and rice is, like, the way to go. It made me miss yeah. mine. Yeah. I kind of want to go home and make a new Our one. Our originals. Yeah, that's everything. <laughs> it, the movement was there. I yeah, mean, I was going to ask, are you like a, you're a fan of, like, birdseed boobies? I did that. I think we all started with something. I used to do socks. I yes. tried birdseed. Birdseed, you know? I mean, they didn't smell so nice. No. I'd probably stay away from birds outside. Yeah, or, and know. then they can grow things. <laughs> Wait, the birdseed, the birdseed smells. Smells yeah, kind of like grainy or something weird. It's super grainy. Well, it gets sweaty. 
Oh. It does. It does. Yeah. I mean, I don't sweat. Well, I'm work girl. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so we get some slow motion potato sack racing, just bouncing oh, boobs. And so it's like the funny. simplest thing, but it's so funny because just like what you can just like slow motion exaggerated, like silky ripping open her like bra and anyway, hilarious fun. The winners are Nina Breast and Sugar. Nina Tits. Breast. I loved that. And they win like money and stuff. And then Rue announces the main challenge is a farm to runway design challenge. So they have to use like organic products like vegetables and like bark and berries and twigs and organic fabrics burlap and some organic dinner all this stuff is get wheeled in and they got to make an outfit what would you make what would you uh, go to what would, uh, materials would you go to oh i would have gone for the berries for oh, sure really? yeah Dairy Dairy berries. Berries. that would have been fun <laughs> so i feel like i would have probably made something like plastiques maybe kind of like that, that silhouette, silhouette shape. and then had stuff coming out the top and maybe a few dingleberries in there i'm i'm like brooklyn's way i would have yeah. did something with the denim i love an all denim look and i love like the like the little oranges and things like that i mean i would skip the purse for sure but purse first like, what do you really have in there it's the runway <laughs> but look they loved it oh that's true. amber said that oversized purses are so, so hot in. in fashion yes. and and it's definitely a staple, like it's a, a showpiece. Or I would have gravitated towards like easy, like easy materials, like corn husk is kind of cool. I to like work the with. corn husk. Um, the corn husk thing totally reminds because Nina goes for the corn husk. Yeah. It reminded me, which I remember the very first episode ever of Project Runway, they had taken them to the grocery store and they had to make stuff out of like whatever they found in the grocery store. And mm. Austin Scarlett made this corn husk dress <gasps> in one oh of the first episode. And it Whoa. was the, I think he won, but it was like iconic. And it kind of showed you what Project Runway was going to be. Like, oh, it's like creative, creative. Yeah. That does look really good. So we're looking at the image of that Austin Scarlett corn husk dress, which I'm is a- legendary. I'm actually wondering what like hot glue gun and corn husk would even do when you put them together. I like, think I'm it, sure would, it would like melt. It would stick really like, well, I think. Burn, think. burn through a hole or something. It's popping. Yeah. So you would pick berries. Probably berries just because then it's an easy story for me to tell and them. You would Where would you put them on? How would you use them? Maybe kind of like what Silky did right, with, right, right. with gluing the berries down. Burying so far ugly girls. <laughs> Burying. <laughs> well put. So um, they're starting to work on their stuff. There's like materials flying every which way. And then Rue comes in for walkthroughs. Ooh. We get to Plastique. Which is oh the judges love your looks you're mm-hmm. you know you're you're beautiful, um, and then Rue says I'm not like a little lack of personality and what Rue says is there something you don't want us to see which leads into this conversation about family don't you owe it to them to to be yourself I've seen a lot of um, you know like unhappiness in my family resulting of me um, trying to come out of my shell and show them who I am so all I've known is to just hide it away. Oh, I started crying. Yeah, I can't watch. I can't watch them. In the beginning, I was like, "Oh, is she acting? Is this bad acting?" And then the eyes really started to tear up and tears falling. Yeah, and then I I can't watch that without. Then you hear the choking up, getting touched. Because she's talking about like how. Her family doesn't know she's there mm-hmm. on the show and doesn't really, and they know she's a performer, but like what she said something that like whenever she's tried to be open with her family, it's caused them pain. Right. Like maybe they don't, a conservative traditional family, they don't know how to respond mm-hmm. to her. And it's like, so she keeps, she keeps it away from them. Yeah. Um, but clearly that's taking a toll on her. It reminded me similar to what Kim Chi went through mm-hmm. on season eight mm-hmm. and Kim's family doesn't know at all. They just think wow. she's a makeup artist that. Yeah. You can understand her side that, that she doesn't want to cause pain and, yeah. um, you know, conversations with the family. Like, I mean, we will never know what 
Pustik is going through with her family per se. Right. Um, you know, some of us are lucky to grow up in a family where it's accepted mm-hmm. and some are not. I mean, Pustik, hold it down. You're killing it. Killing um, it. It's cool to see, you know, you emotional a little bit. Mm-hmm. We know that there's a fire inside of you that's burning and you're going to unleash it really, really soon. But, yeah. you know, for all the kids out there that are listening, like, the, you know, there's a lot of drag queens that go through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. When, when your families have been good, have been responsive, you know, in a, uh, you supportive know, or? I mean, I'm Vietnamese. I grew up in a Vietnamese home. Um, a Vietnamese Republican home. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I mean, I, my brother was in the military. My dad was in the military. My mom was like totally uneducated about gays and uh, gay culture and drag wow. culture. So, but um, now they're all about it. Mm-hmm. You know, me, I mean, it took a lot of conversations and yeah. arguments and me showing that this could be a job. Cause I think being in a Vietnamese traditional home, they want you to go to college. They want you to uh, grow up and, uh, be successful right you know but you know they think education is the only way education is the right way to go Mm -hmm. so um i had to break that i didn't go to college after my high school year right i quit i mean i graduated high school and went right into drag and kind of separated myself from my mom but now she's like wow there is a job out of this Mm -hmm. and she loves it so i'm team plastic and i love you a couple more like walkthroughs rue talks to silky and she, Rue's asking kind of everybody, like, who in the room is it? Is it time to go home? Who's who's next? And Silky says Evie because she's hurt. I do kind of see what she was saying because you can't perform your best if you're injured. Obviously, Evie is not letting that inhibit her in any way. And Evie just takes it personally, right? Yeah. Completely. Yeah, completely. I mean, I mean, hands up to Evie for showing, you know, Silky, like, girl, this is not going to stop me, right? I mean, it's kind of a little bit of like a low blow to me, but yeah, but I mean, they're both like competitors, right? They both want something the same, so yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm kind of excited to see where it's going. They're go. big personalities, yeah. mm-hmm. and they both this are. week's and this week's untucked. They like, you know, they they, 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 they hash it out. It, oh. it, it, it comes. To, we, we haven't watched Untuck yet, yeah, but it's, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna come up. So oh, wow. they'll, they'll, they'll get to air their differences. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna move further along, but first we have a little break, and when we come back, we're gonna strap on the feedbacks for a little game called Oh No, She Butter Don't. Ooh, oh, no, a strap don't. on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I keep, it, the, I keep hearing I keep hearing the different things. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> It's coming! RuPaul's DragCon LA is just around the corner at the LA Convention Center on May 24th, 25th, and 26th. So get ready. Come and meet and get sweet with every queen from season 11 and about a jillion more. Akira C. Davenport, Acid Betty, Adore Delano, Aja, Alaska, Aquaria, Ariel Versace, Asia O'Hara, and that's just the A's. There will be amazing vendors, performances, fun panels like Unlive, Trinity the Tuck giving Carson Kressley a drag makeover and our drag eye for the queer I show and you can even see me doing a live version of this podcast and just hang out and prance around with other beautiful fans and folks like yourself it really is the dragoniest place on earth get tickets and learn more at rupaulsdragcon.com and p.s dragcon new york is coming to the jacob javits convention center on september 6th 7th and 8th Ooh, honey so much drag get all the tea at rupaulsdragcon.com yes tea and tickets at rupaulsdragcon.com thank you Okay, welcome back, and it's time now for a game called Oh No, She Butter Don't, or Don't Be Jealous of My Bagel. I like Don't Be Jealous of My Bagel. <laughs> anyway, okay, these are all food-related trivia questions about Drag Race, since we're having farm-to-runway materials and, like, snacks and berries and 
things of that nature. Okay, which season seven queen said, you got to pop the corn so the kids can eat? Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't know. Got to pop a corn so the kids can... Pop the corn and feed the children. (gasps) Who has corns? (laughs) It has to be someone that has corns. Well, maybe Nina from that walk we saw. No, season seven. La Ganja. (laughs) No, no, no. Jasmine Master. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, then also in season seven, in a mini challenge, what did Jasmine Masters pull out of her purse as she danced dressed up in her granny drag? An inhaler. (laughs) Oh, no. It was a food item. Oh. Oh, you can eat those. No calories. Just kidding. <laughs> the nailer. Okay, it was a loaf of bread. Was oh, it? Because where did like, you get a loaf of bread? That's exactly what Rue asked her. <laughs> she must have sold it from the craft service. <laughs> a whole loaf? <laughs> a whole loaf. An entire loaf. Anyway, moving on to the John Waters musical screen test. What was all that Ginger Minge wanted? Her character she was singing about? Eggs. Yes, I remember that. Eggs, eggs, eggs. eggs. Yeah. Very good. And she cracked them all over. Okay. What was the name of Shangela's corn wig? Ornacia. No, Cornacia. Yes. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I remember that one. Cornacia. You're winning. (laughs) This queen dressed as a dill pickle. Oh, God. A dill pickle? Michelle must have not liked it if it's green. (laughs) (laughs) Who dressed? We don't get a season? Season 10. Oh. The Bossy Rossi Challenge. One character was scared of pickles, and she dressed. Oh my god, I know this. As a doctor, who was dressed like a pickle. I do not Derek remember Barry. this. I was not oh season ten. Miss <laughs> Cracker. Oh, oh don't you remember? Gosh. She pulled up. She said, "I am a pickle." I do remember. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. the, there's too many seasons. It's okay, too okay, many. Okay. okay, okay. Here's an easy one. We'll wrap this game up. <laughs> who, who was Princess? Who was Princess Banana Lady? Kimora Black. <laughs> Name three queens with food-related names. Both of you. Or together. Okay, so Silky Ganache. Boom. I don't even know what kind of food that is. Ganache is kind of icing. Like frosting. Oh, God. It's one. Who else? Food. First queen ever eliminated on Drag Race. Is... Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Pork Chop. Pork Chop. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, one more. Okay, let's go for food? tall, big, and... Milky. Thank you. Yeah, milk. Oh. Not to mention Ben Creme, Honey Davenport, Honey Mahogany, Kimchi, oh, Ms. Cracker, Peppermint. Kimchi would have Soju. I'm sure there's other. Ms. Oh. Cracker, Peppermint, oh, all Soju. Food? Oh. <laughs> wow, that's hard on the spot. <laughs> this has been, oh no, she butter. No. We definitely failed. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, back to the show. Back to the episode. The, key, the queens come out for a little runway walk coaching, and who do they meet on okay. stage? Alyssa. Oh, Miss Alyssa Edwards. Hilarious. Well, you the now, some people might think it doesn't require a lot of work to look flawless on the runway. Well, think again. And that's why I'm here. But yeah, we knew right away and we the saw the hair. And yeah, the nails. nails. Alyssa's just there, like, commentary, color commentary. They show her how they walk, each of them, and she coaches them, and it's just like... It's gold. Your technique is lovely. But what are you really about, gal? It's just gold. It's like Alyssa's TV. It's just like nonsense. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like Alyssa riffing... But she'll read the kids. Yes. So good, though. 
and I but like also supports them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. also Plastique kind of you know jumped out of her box too a little she bit did. just to kind of see her mother and to kind of get like that. Okay, she's disqualified. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Toddlers and Tiara is very nice. Yes. Dance moms. Oh, Dance I need moms. A mom. Yeah. <laughs> Ru is your mom. Oh yeah. Remember, we're all his so, kids. That's true. Yeah. So yell at me again. We'll always be his baby. <laughs> her baby. Moms yell sometimes. Out of love. And wait, what did she call Evie? Gumby sister? Oh Gumby my sister. God. Okay, Gumby sister. <laughs> that was my favorite part. So funny. <laughs> now, what kind of walk would you have done for Lissa? I would have done like a really slow, seductive one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very sexual. And I would definitely blink because I just found out that that's what they do in pageant. They blink. Yeah, that was like cool. That. Show off that eyeshadow, just for darling. Blink, blink, blink. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Vanjie does that a lot, too, with the blinks. I like I that. I love her walk, too, running from the police. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we get back into the workroom, the girls are finishing their looks for the, you know, for the, for the runway. And they come out and they perform their little pumpkin pies oh, number. Yeah. That was so fun. I wish I would have seen rehearsals. <laughs> I'm glad that we were shocked by it. I like that it, that we didn't see anything. I, I mean, honestly, I, I loved all of them. I yeah. think they were cool and great and funny, but I couldn't stop looking at Evie. Uh-huh. Yeah. She was living Plain, her best yeah. life on the haystack. Well, insider info, she was on the hay bale because of her ankle. Ankle, yeah. Because they couldn't yeah. have her dancing on the stage. So like, right. okay, you, you, you get to be the girl planted oh, over here okay. and you get to yeah. be the, like, the fiddle player. I think for n- not dancing, she killed it. Yeah. I, I liked it. Watch Candy Burris throughout this whole number. Oh my God. She is giving like this like... With WTF, where she am I? Was shocked. What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. kind of, and she's hilarious. Yeah, she's like, "What's happening?" I love her on Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get to the runway now. The girls are coming out in their farm to runway couture, mm. and I just really want for, me, for each like a sentence from you for like each look for sugarcane. What did you think? I didn't hate it, to be honest. I like the shape. The sculpture's nice. It showed enough shoulder and legs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really one that I would remember. I did like the draping on the skirt. Some things I don't like is when they have a boob shape. Yeah. And then when they turn to the side, there's a boy chest. It's just flat. And then maybe the flowers coming in the front. It's pretty from the front, but from the side, it added bulk. Noted. Okay. Yeah. Um, Silky. Silky. Ooh. Love the details. Um, it definitely made me wonder how long it took her to do all this. Right. Um, so many berries. I'm like, yeah. that is exquisite. Yeah. I think she looks great. It's definitely a look I haven't, I wouldn't expect Silky to come out in. It's fun kind of business church lady. I mean, mm. even something on her shoe, right? The details yeah. on her shoe, like coming off the back yeah. to match the hat. Yeah. I love the purse. Uh, really nice to uh, mask the shoulders a little bit too, just mm-hmm. to add some drama. Yeah. And the headpiece. It's a fun. Like, yeah. she, she took it up. Mm-hmm. I really like that one. Okay, Evie Oddly. See, I I like this side of her just because it was a different side of Evie, but it's not one of my favorite looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do give an A plus for color. I think the mm-hmm. colors go great together. The reds, the purples, the beading. Like I, I love all that. But I like Evie really odd. Right, right. Wink, yeah. wink. But they did want glamour. Yeah. And she gave it to him with the finger wave. And this reminds me of our volcano that we did in Wait What for Earth Science. <laughs> so cute. It's like our volcano brought to life. I've never heard anyone compare someone to a volcano. All right. Well, they I said something like Hawaii, Hawaii in the, in the Hawaii fall. In the fall. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's cute. Okay. What about Plastique? This was my one of my favorites. Um, I mean, going back to New York Fashion Week, this is something I would see in New York Fashion Week. Yeah. Um, I think the... the 
the details on it. The shape was nice. I mm-hmm. love the headpiece. And, and uh, like it really read like berries and yeah. sort of like yeah. farm and like natural fabrics and like there was like little twigs and things. That yeah. She, and I guess she stole some bark for it. For and it, I like apparently. I like a garment that you don't know how they put it on because I was like I don't yeah. know how she yeah. put that on. Right. Like how did she get in and out, get in and out of that without the like, feathers exactly. on the headpiece are cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean she just looks she looks great. Okay. Let's talk about Raja. How was her bark? I liked uh, the pants until they pointed out that they were falling apart, which that's going to happen when you are sewing burlap. You know, it was falling apart. So that's kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah. And Brooklyn Heights. Love. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So pretty. I said yeah. when we saw this, I said to Kimura, this looks like you. This is something, something I would totally you would wear. totally love. Um, and then the ass out in the back very yes. kimura black so kimura i would love to see the other collections that match with this i mean it this is a piece that i i would love to see on the runway with like a whole 12 set oh yeah miss mm-hmm. vanji her ropes love this i mean i love I the skirt love it it's, i love the top i was telling derek it reminded me of uh, little mermaid mm-hmm. when she got her legs for the first time yeah. and she had to wrap herself with the, a rope and material mm-hmm. um i mean hey she looks good i, I like, like it. it i was so impressed you all liked it because i thought it was kind of like i thought it was a little underdone or almost a little shabby that sounds harsher than i mean but like i love a crop top and i skirt. do and she hadn't <laughs> she hadn't done that yeah. before like that true. you know she yeah. had been doing the swimsuit cut true. corset so to switch it up a little and it does look like the top took a while to make right, right. so i do like that yeah yeah and no gold glitter Nina oh, yeah, West is giving you corn husk katua. Yeah. I mean, the construction of it is, a, that's a lot of work. You could see it's a lot of work. I, you know, I, I don't hate it. I like it. I just don't like the bottom half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like the shape overall. I was looking for yeah. the distance. Uh, I, the top is great. But even she did the shoe details. I love when people do the shoe details. And we did comment when she was walking. You're like, why is she walking weird? Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I was like, why is she walking like she's trying to keep her shoes on? Yeah. Well, they said she had corn on her shoes, but maybe she had corns on her feet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It might be a, a little uncomfortable. Ouch. She's going to feed the children. Oh, well. <laughs> and finally, finally, there was like a Kyria. Oh, probably I mean, my least favorite look. We've seen Akira at her best yeah. every time. So seeing her drop this fast was yeah. kind of like, oh, my God, I hate everything you wear. I mean, I don't think it's the most terrible one on there. But I mean, I overall, I think compared to yeah. what she's been wearing before. Mm-hmm. Right. She said the bar um, high already. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like, oh, girl, yeah. where are you at? Well, this is she said her dyed burlap didn't go as planned. So right, this yeah. was totally plan B, C yeah. or D. I mean, it's not terrible for being your backup, yeah, you so. know? Okay, uh, we'll do one more quick break, and when we come back, we're going to celebrate a season 11 queen whose birthday coincides with this episode, and we're going to flash back to a moment of interpretive dance on the main stage that was truly hallucinatory, and one of you was there. Wait, what? (laughs) Hey, kitty girls, are you in need of more draggedy shows and programming in your life? Well, then check out WoW Presents Plus, the network featuring the best of WoW Presents and of World of Wonder's massive library of shows, series, and specials. You can get unappropriate with Trixie and Katya, get schooled by Jasmine Masters and her masterclass, plus lots of jush from queens like Jinx Monsoon, Bob the Drag Queen, and many, many more. It's just $3.99 a month or $39.99 a year to subscribe. And listen, you just spent that much on a Diet Coke and some chicken tenders, so please head to wow-presents dot com now to sign up and get your life yes that's wow-presents.com thank you okay we're back wait what wait what 
<laughs> okay, so before we get to the uh, final, final moments, it's time for a segment we call This Day in Drag Race History, where we talk about something monumental that happened or is happening on this very day of this episode, mm. which is April 11th. So this one's actually for Kimora first. This episode airs, this episode we're watching airs on April 11th, and it's the same day on season eight, which saw one of the trippiest performances on the main stage ever. It was kind of a dance moment on the main stage. There were some guests who were visiting and participating. And in this episode, a character with a farm-inspired look also won the challenge. Oh, wait. <gasps> Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Naomi Smalls? No. Is this for she eight won, or she nine? She won the challenge. Oh, yeah. Okay. She yeah, won yeah. the challenge. Naomi won. Mm-hmm. Dressed as a... Scarecrow. Uh, scarecrow. Yeah, like a tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And it was the Wizard of Oz challenge. Wizard. Yes. Yeah. And you guys did that interpretive dance with your little oh, women. with our little, uh, yeah, with, with our little women. Yeah, mm-hmm. Your makeovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like poppy. It was that trippy thing, which I still think is one of the weirdest things ever to happen on the, on the you stage. Know, Tara told me to drag her. <laughs> like literally, she was laying on the ground. She said, yeah, drag me across the stage. And I said, I think I might get in trouble for that. She's like, no, I'm telling you to do it. Honey, it's drag. Yeah. It's not personal. So I drug her across the stage by her arm. I did. It was very uncomfortable. But I mean, we did it to look to look weird. It was, yeah, the whole yeah. thing was like this hallucinatory, weird interpretive dance of like friendship or something was a the theme, maybe? What uh, was it? Yeah, there was a song that Rue had done. Dun, dun, dun. Mm, like, if I it, dream. If I dream, dun, yeah. Because oh, it's a dream sequence. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, it yeah. was weird as hell. Yeah. That's so fun to watch. Naomi looked amazing. Yes, I, her I, scarecrow. Looked good. Yeah. She looked great. And Todd Hall, that was his first episode ever. Mm-hmm. And he had that really beautiful uh, jacket on, the Emerald yes. City jacket. Oh, wow. And I had horse dicks on my shoulders, <laughs> Michelle said. Yeah, that was fun. Naomi has that outfit. You're she welcome. Does? Yeah, she kept it. Oh, Your I outfit? Mm-hmm. That's... I was over it. I took the shoulders off and the skirt through them, and she kept them. Well, you did have the lip sync. I did. And who did you send home? I sent Robbie Turner home in an Uber, honey. <laughs> I sure did. Ah, moving Ouch. right along. Ouch. Ah. Okay, and also... um. On this episode, um, season 11, it's someone's birthday, April 11th, mm-hmm. and her birthday turned out to be a big emotional day for her because her mother even paid her a visit this episode. Oh, it's got to be Plastique oh. then. Plastique. Yes. So her birthday's April 11th? Yes. Wow. When and this episode airs. How exciting. I know. She's going to be celebrating on her birthday. What a, what a day. Yeah. So we get to the judging and we have our tops of the crops and the bottoms of the barrel. And I will say, like, Evie, Evie, Brooklyn, and Plastique are all on the top. Mm-hmm. And the bottom queens. I do love Raja's explanation, where she's like, they're saying, like, <laughs> Michelle says she looks like Groot. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Oh, my funny. God. I think Groot's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> she, I love Groot. She went back to her Groots. Oh, my God. <laughs> but what she, I don't know if she came up with this on the fly, but she says, and she's explaining why all the, her bark and her look, she says. And I felt like a tree that had been uprooted in a burlap bag. And my bark, because I am stronger than I thought I was. And I'm still blossoming. That's where the green comes in. And then my headdress is my crown. Honey, way to spin it. Yeah. Props to you. The judges do like an ex an explanation even though they say you shouldn't have to give us one yeah. that was one that was one that was, was the a good one. one that was the one and what does candy say to akiria she says she looked like a quarterbacker <laughs> oh a quarter a quarterbacker <laughs> is that what they are <laughs> a quarterbacker oh oh a linebacker what's a quarterbacker yeah. it well, sounds like something from mcdonald's <laughs> just kidding that's a quarter founder 
No, those don't, don't exist. Yes, they do. Oh, <laughs> quarter pounders. Yeah, quarter oh, no, pounder quarterbackers. No, quarterback no, is a the quarterback is the is the on the football team. He's like the, the sort of the head of the team. Yeah, he like takes the ball and throws it, and like you know, uh, like Tom Brady or mm-hmm. yeah, football. You know where the Super Bowl happens. <laughs> right, I, I rely on pretty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where the halftime shows when happen. Gaga or Beyonce aren't yeah, like flying in. The Beyonce yeah. concert. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she she looks like a linebacker, and so. Spoiler alert, who wins? Plastique uh, does. <laughs> oh. I, and yeah. so what a big what a big episode. Yeah. So happy for I, her. It's well deserving. I I think she killed it. Yeah. I think she killed the looks. I think she killed the the challenge. I think I mean in so, time. I have a question. Why do you think that they're hard on Vanjie about the same silhouette or bodysuits or corsets, but they're not hard on plastique? Because plastiques are constructed differently or have more I think there's a way do to them? do it so it's tasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, going back to Vanjie's shape and the glitter, it's kind of like more like, I don't want to say, but like artsy, How like kind of crafty, crafty. Mm-hmm. versus plastic is more runway. Always it's, looks it runway. It looks more finished. Okay. I, I think that's the right word to say is finished. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because everyone's silhouette is the same. I mean, look at Nina <laughs> West. I mean, everyone wants like big boots, small waist, big butt. So right. um, plastic just does it in a, Good way, but I mm-hmm. am dying to see a different shape, though. Something, yeah. I plastique. Mean, yes, right. some plastique, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And our bottom two end up being Raja and Akira. And I also, I am, I love Raja being like the salty queen and like calling mm-hmm. people out and like in her confessionals and everything and even like confronting people. But like when she's getting those critiques, you see her face is like this, you know, she's like so hopeful and she's mm-hmm. wounded too. It's like, yeah. there's a such, there's a big heart there, which is why yeah. I'm sure she kind of pops off when she does. Mm-hmm. Cause she's passionate about it. Yeah. And yeah. She's, she defends herself mm-hmm. and she knows that she's worth and she knows that she can do. So mm-hmm. I, I get the fire underneath her, you know. Is that what people say? The fire with fire her. underneath her booty. I don't know how to say stuff, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I like a defensive queen. A, a defensive queen. <laughs> defensive queen. Is yes. that another word? Mm, yes, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so the lip sync song is "Strut" by Sheena Easton. Love. You love. you know the song? It was good. Yes, I love. I mean, strut. Did you, yeah. did you get the, catch the part where the kid was like strut, strut. Yeah. Pointing, <laughs> pointing like exit that way? So the lip sync happens. Like, like Akira is taking us to Cougar Town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aunt Akira, Auntie, Auntie. Raja loses her braid again uh, with the wigs. Girl, people don't have bobby pins on set or what? I'm, I mean, I don't think bobby pins would hold. What, were, what was in her hair? What was it? it was like straws Brass or Brass? Yeah, it was like woven like yeah. kind of like raffia. I don't know. I'm sure it was heavy. Yeah, it was. It probably True. was heavy. Heavier than Akira's wig. Yes. <laughs> I do want to ask you before we finish. Wig. What's it like standing on back of the stage watching two queens lip sync? Oh, I wouldn't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <Aww>. I wouldn't <laughs> know. Um I would be nervous because I would be like, shoot, I I don't even want to watch because I, you know It's so it's nice because it's not you. Mm-hmm. So you get to yeah. enjoy a lip sync. And be entertained. I remember watching Acid Betty and Naomi. Yeah. And Naomi was obviously the clear winner, which is why she stayed. But how exciting it was to watch someone come out of their shell yeah. and in an element that I had no idea they could perform well, like I mean, that. So the judges say to Akira, Shantae, you stay. And they say, Raja, this is the beginning for you. Keep on strutting, girl. And what did you think? 
I mean, Akira was like literally telling you what instruments she was using, what the that song was, was using. Awesome. Like, I and mean, down I, on I her got knees. the instruments, you know. Yeah. So she went the extra mile. The guitar and then the, the horn. Flute, uh, the, you know, the is that flute. a flute? I, I don't love know. saxophone, maybe. Oh, maybe saxophone. The saxophone. Oh, yeah, I, I knew it was a horn that. of some sort. Yeah, she was cheating. Um, I, I, like I said, watching both of them, <laughs> I drew towards Akira more. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Raja, but. But we've seen Raja three times exactly. now. Exactly. And how um, many times can you be saved? And how many times can your hair come off? Uh, yeah. Usually, usually when the hair comes up, you go home. Well, tell that to Robbie. That what, That's what happened. Okay. Well, I want to thank you both for coming this week and watching and chatting. Yeah. Oh, my yes. God. We had so much fun. What advice can you give to these season 11 girls? Now they're in the middle of the season. I'm sure they know they're, they're touring and performing already, but mm-hmm. like so much is ahead of them. What advice do you have? Right now, it's just the time to worry about yourself. I mean, look at Miss Plastique. She believed in herself. She pulled the fire out and she won. So mm-hmm. I know it's, you know, this is kind of going towards you know evie and silky stop worrying about each other and worry about your crap because it's getting to the nitty-gritty and i mean girls gotta go home for you to win and outside of the competition i just like to always remind the girls you know this is the time where you're on your social media and you have a opportunity to ignore a lot of what's being said about you and focus on your performances out in the world right yeah, now yeah focus on the international travels focus on all the good that's happening to you because of this show yeah instead of feeding into the negativity and responding to people that have critiques for you or you know they don't like you or just like you're not their favorite trashy yeah comments exactly and stuff. so i say never go to bed after a show uh reading any comments mm-hmm. like let right. let the night end let the high continue Go back to the hotel, take your bath, enjoy a night's sleep, and then it's a new day tomorrow. But mm-hmm. don't feed into the negativity because that's a very good point. You're a star, like you're all on the rise. You're on the hottest show on yeah. TV right now, so enjoy that. Don't let anyone bring you down. Excellent. And quickly from each of you, what do you love about drag? Years into it now, what do you what do you love about drag? Fifteen years in, I guess I'll take this oh. since I'm a veteran. Uh, <laughs> my favorite thing about drag is the transformation and becoming a more uh, confident person. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe that becomes, or that comes from impersonating Brittany that gives me that confidence. Cause I obviously have to emulate someone that's very confident and sexy, but that has really healed so much of my insecurities. Mm -hmm. And it's also given me the dream job that I always wanted was to be on stage six, seven nights a week. And I get to do that now on an international level. It's amazing. Yeah, no, Derek, I agree with you 100%. I mean, calling it a job, a hobby. I mean, how many people are lucky enough to call their hobby a job? Yeah. Um, and, you know, work in its industry and also being a part of a gay culture and legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, I'm always so humble about it. Um, and I love being a woman. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and you're good at it. Hey, you know, yeah. um, and you're living art. So it's, it's true. It's amazing. So there's no rules. There's no boundaries. Right. Where can folks see you? You can always keep up with me on Instagram. That's probably the one that I use the most. Yeah. Um, so at Derek Berry this weekend, I will be in Salem and then Roanoke. So mm-hmm. I'll be over heading over to the East Coast. Sickening. Yeah. Well, I mean, same with me too. Uh, Instagram is like the best place to be to find all of us um, and every queen that you guys want to see. Um, I'm in Chicago in two weeks. Also, you can find me on Wait What on Wild Presents with Derek Berry. Yeah. We wait, are, what? Yeah, wait, wait what? what? <laughs> yeah. Um, every week. Um, yeah. So subscribe to Wild Presents Plus. Also, we have older episodes on YouTube on mm-hmm. the World of Wonder 
Yes, um, educate yourselves. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, well, thank you very much. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you, John. Thank Thanks you. for inviting us. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, next I'm chatting with two of our Drag Race co-executive producers, two badass women who help tell the stories of our queens. So when you're watching and you get to hear about the relationships between the queens or the queens and their families or any of their lives outside the show, that's where my next guests, Mish and Jacqueline, come in. They are a big part in letting you get to know and love our queens. And here they are. I'm here with Michelle Mills and Jacqueline Wilson, two of our brilliant Emmy-winning co-executive producers on RuPaul's Drag Race, to talk a little bit about how the show is made. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay, so first, I feel like I feel like this is like when you come to school for like class day and like, so what do you, tell me, tell us about your job. What, what role do you have on the show? What do you do? What, 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 what is your day like? We're co-executive producers. Just so you know, this is Michelle Mills, aka Mish, talking. Yeah, so what and does that mean? So, well, there are a lot of producers on any given show <laughs> a, a big part of our job is basically the storytelling both during filming before filming and definitely during the edit process so you all also work with the queens when we're there like you know just finding out their personal stories right yes yeah so the first step for us is as soon as the cast has been settled on we immediately start calling them having conversations with them and basically <sighs> getting to know them because yep. they have been cast based on what they presented with their drag. Now we want to get to know what are the interesting stories, what's the human angle, what is everything about them so we can kind of start figuring out where we think these things might come into play during their journey. Yeah, because we, we, we meet the fantastic queens on the show and then we, get, we learn like about their fantastic backstories yeah. or their intriguing or, you know, tumultuous lives or what brought them to where they are now. How do, you, how do you start to gel with the girls? Well, I think we start with the phone call. Yeah, we start with the phone call yeah. and it's sort of like, it's sort of like the precursor to like answering stuff on camera. Right. It's like warming right. them up and getting them used to like talking about themselves and not being self-conscious about it and and being willing to be open, authentic. And luckily, I mean, drag queens are performers. They love attention, whether that's a, that, that's a generalization, but like they're probably happy to tell, talk about themselves and tell stories and let you get to know them, I would guess. Some of them are too happy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they have this idea of what you want to hear. Right. And we're like, no, just let's be real. Yeah, we let's want them to, to be themselves. It, like the more authentic you are and the more you are who you are, it, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great for you. Which Rue will tell them, you know, he always stresses that sort of authenticity. And yeah. Realize, but sometimes it's kind of, I'm sure it's a hard, I don't know, I'm sure they're nervous. I'm sure there's I mean, lots think, of things to deal with. Think about the queens you fall in love with, yeah. you know, like the Katias and the Alyssas yeah. and the, you know what I mean? They're, they're Biancas, they're authentically themselves. Yeah. And there are definitely times where the queens think that something is really not that interesting to anyone. And we're like, no, they will want to know that. Yeah. 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 So we kind of try to help. Yeah, guide them in that yep. respect. Well, I love it because I work on the show, and I, I see what happens on set. I see challenges. I see who wins this and that. But like, I don't fully see the show until it comes out, and I see interview bites, see the queens talking about themselves, telling their stories, and the conversations in the workroom that I don't always hear. So for me, I'm always also, I'm still blown away. <laughs> um, it's like I remember Katya for one. I'm like, oh, she was great to watch in challenges and things, but had no idea of just like the humor and wacky charm and just smarts of her until she, we saw her interviews and saw her like interacting with other queens. I saw that part of Katya from the first phone call. <laughs> from the first phone call. Yeah. So I got to see it all, you know, ahead of like you know, we get to see those things and yeah. get to know them that way ahead of everyone else. Yeah. And same for like, um, Alyssa, 
I mean, uh, Alyssa pops in, in in a challenge as well as just like talking. She's yes. just so unique. So unique. Yes. Um, and Vanjie even. Like Vanjie was in one episode last season. But like from the moment she started, you know, talking in inter- interviews and telling her stories, you're like, oh my gosh. Absolutely. She is compelling. What? So what makes, maybe you've said this a little bit already, but what makes for a good interview queen? Is it humor? Is it just candor? Is it? I think it's a combination of those things. I think that uh, humor that comes from just a, a natural kind of place. Yeah. Is what tends to work the best. Yeah, it can't be canned or put on or right. intentional. Yeah, it just has to be natural. Yeah, because you see that also in like Akira, who people are like are really enjoying in her like confessionals and stuff this, this yeah. season because she's got kind of a frankness to her, but a charm. Definitely, and I think people also who just don't try too hard to control like what they're saying yeah. because they're too afraid of saying the wrong thing or yeah. they have this preconceived notion of what they should or shouldn't say. Yeah. And when you don't and you just kind of let your guard down and have fun, those are the people who, who really do the yeah. best. Tends to do best, yeah. Like, well, like I said, like I said, Alyssa, and then Alyssa's back on this episode this week. Oh, she comes back to, Listen, we cannot get enough of Alyssa Edwards. I know. It's, it's, it's amazing how just watching her coach the girls during the runway stuff is... One of the funnest moments of uh, of the season. I need to know where you're going. Not just on this runway, but in life. You know, it's just like her wacky take on everything. But also, like, she, her presence allows the girls to relax and have fun. Right. And interact with somebody in a way that's different than the interactions with Rue or right. judges or that's each true. other. She's and- a national treasure. And so you spend, a- how much time do you spend with the queens on set? You're like, you're with them a lot because you're doing interviews. You're kind of like... Like a shoulder to cry on or just like someone to, definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely i mean we we talk to them in the morning before everything starts yeah we guide them through the whole process of the day we interview them yeah. we talk we go check in on them at the end of the day to see how they're doing because basically everything that they're doing or thinking or feeling is going to reflect on how their journey goes and we need to know all of that yeah right and what 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 are you thinking when you see like this in, the, in this week's episode plastique gets emotional with rue during her walkthrough about her family she gets choked up and like rue hugs her it's like a real moment like how when you're watching that like how do you respond and like i usually i usually <clears throat> tear up yes I, I i remember seeing that moment and thinking like, oh my gosh this is like breaking my heart a little bit and then it's also like yes. oh wow she's opening up so that's good for her too for the you know it's it's Good TV. Listen, we bond with these girls, so we feel it. Like, when they are feeling some kind of way, we do feel it. I I feel bad every time someone gets sent home because I know how they feel. When Trixie thought she was going home for the Snatch Game. In All-Stars 3. And she was so choked up, and there was, like, a lunch break or something. Mm -hmm. And during that, I just felt so I just like my stomach hurt I felt so bad for her yeah yeah I feel like all that I feel it yeah yeah, yeah. you know no we really connect with them yeah because you're I mean we're rooting for the girls absolutely we want the thing the thing is is that there's this misconception about our job that we're like these shady white men in an ivory tower that are out (laughs) to get the queens and the truth is is we fall in love with them like the audience does and we're rooting for them and we want them to have great careers after the show yeah yeah i mean i think the other part of that whole misconception thing too is like that we're somehow disconnected from the queens and from the world of drag we actually are super knowledgeable about drag i've been hanging around the drag scene since very long before (laughs) drag race existed oh yeah you have a history in la sort of like (laughs) nightlife and queer nightlife yeah and so we we understand a lot about their world this this job really i I would say i'm more connected on a personal level to the cast and the stories being told in this job than any of the many jobs that i've done yeah in the past and so we we do care about their well-being during the show and you know we are super happy for their success when they when they are able to achieve 
success. Like Vanjie just recently being on the Jimmy Kimmel show, we were like, yeah, so excited. No, I went to see, I mean, I, not to keep hopping on Ka- Ka- uh, Katya, but I went to see her show downtown and just seeing her performing at the Ace Theater in a room, in a huge auditorium yes. full of like adoring it was fans. awesome. We were there too. Just yeah, like, it's it was great. awesome. It's like yeah. seeing them like emerge and go to the next level and just keep yeah, going. And keep absolutely. Going. Yeah. And we, you know, we, we go to their shows, we buy their merch, like we're, we're, we're fans, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, so what do you, what, what would be one or two of your favorite moments from the show if you can even narrow I don't know if you, if you can even go there so I have like a million favorite moments <laughs> in the show <laughs> so do um, I. but the a few that come to mind and maybe since we're on the topic of Katya you know when she was uh, talking to Miss Fame she yes. had an emotional moment talking to Miss Fame about her addiction issues and struggling with that Yeah, I just thought was like lovely and beautiful and real and helped a lot of people I think totally you know, who yeah. are watching. One of my all-time favorites is uh, Latrice's goodbye speech in season four when she went home. Yeah. You have changed my life forever. You have changed the world of drag forever. I love you and respect you so much. And thank you for seeing something special in me. Just really, just really sums up who she is as a person and as a queen. And Yeah. 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 And when you hear something like back rolls do you know that like oh my god that was amazing or is it just kind of i mean i guess it varies sometimes you know like oh my god that was hilarious or like later you find out i would say the majority of the time if it's something like back rolls we pretty much know immediately (laughs) and we'll often write in the corner of our paper like back rolls oh my god and then sometimes there'll be something like mercedes talking about goats or something and and then it's not until later you're like oh wait that's kind of genius yeah yeah (laughs) we're Um, also kind of like big fans like the target so when we see things we're kind of watching even like the footage or even live we're watching it as a fan like oh my god yeah yeah (laughs) that's how i was watching Alyssa on this episode i was just kind of like fangirling out and also just cracking up and just enjoying the queens enjoy her so yeah thank you for helping make all this happen Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Okay. And after that little peek behind the curtain of telling queen stories, we're going to wrap up with a truly memorable queen whose story ended in the lip sync this week. She was a true interview superstar of the season who always had something sassy and often spicy to say. But like the judges felt about her farm to runway look, her bark is worse than her bite. So let's catch up with the Texas queen who makes us love the D even more, the big D. It's time for this week's Kitty Girl Catch Up with Raja O'Hara. Hello, hello, Raja. Hey, what's the tea? <laughs> Hi, how are you? Where are you right now? I am actually moving as we speak. I just moved into my new apartment. Oh, that's cute. Are you? Uh, <laughs> are you? Are you still I'm in, in Dallas? Oh, the big D. In the big D. What are you wearing right now? Oh, child, I look a mess. I got on my sweats. I'm just relaxed, you know, <laughs> enjoying some downtime. Have you packed your rabbit fur? <laughs> my good fur. My, your good fur. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I got my good fur. Okay. And what, <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you for being such a great and amazing, like such an amazing queen on the show all season, especially in like your you know, like, confessional interviews. Honey, you were like completely entertaining and just and so like real. And, and I loved it. Yeah, they said I was here for the comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you helped narrate the whole season. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. You know, I could have been one of those girls to be really, really quiet because I'm naturally quiet. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm just really excited that I got that much exposure and that you actually get to see me and get to see my thoughts as shady as they may be. <laughs> as truthful. Because, you know, she always keeps it real. As, as well you should. And, I, and we appreciate it. Now, what was your favorite moment of the whole season? You know, my favorite moment of the whole season was definitely walking in and getting to 
meet Rue and see Rue face to face. That was like a dream come true. It uh-huh. was like a lifetime opportunity that I've waited for like ever. I was so excited to showcase, you know, show my show my drag on national TV in front of my idol. What was your favorite challenge? Like uh, Maxi Challenge. Oh, anything, really. I would say probably my favorite Maxi Challenge was probably the Halloween ball or the Zodiac because, you know, my Zodiac was killer. She was stomping the runway in her goatfish outfit. Yes, ma'am. Like, wait, what sign was it? Was it... Um... A Capricorn. Oh, yeah, December it's... 31st, New Year's Eve, baby. But yeah, it's, so it's, like a, it's like a part, like kind of like a goat and part of a fish, right? The top of um, the symbol is a goat because they uh, navigate rough terrain. And then the bottom of our fish because they're fluid. Yeah. And they are, you know, soft and passionate and compassionate people. So we have the, that hard and that soft edge. Well, that makes sense. I believe it. So I guess I live true to it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I want to say, you're living in America. Lip Sync was one of my favorites of the whole damn season. Oh, my God. Thank you. Were you living? Did you enjoy that one? I enjoyed watching it. You know, being and doing it, it felt a little bit strange, you know, <laughs> to be in the moment and doing James Brown. Yes. And, like, making it my own. That really showcased what I do, because as an entertainer, I lip sync a lot. <laughs> so that's, like, basically what I do. Yeah. So I was glad that I was able to showcase it. In your own shows, who are your, like, go-to lip syncs? You know, who, who who do you do and who do you do the, love to do the most? Well, you know, Roz, she has a lot of attitude. So um, some of my go-tos are J-Lo, of course. Do It Well is, like, my signature number. Mm. Um, but I also love to turn out a signature Rihanna. You know, anything upbeat. Yeah, because you can move. I try. These old bones still trying to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I, I don't know about old, but, like, you got you got good bones. <laughs> They feel old. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, who did you have the most fun with on the season? Oh, well, you know, my girls are always going to be silky. Uh, we have the same birthday. I don't know if you know that. Oh, December yeah. December 31st. And then uh, Kiri, of course. Yes. And then uh, Benji. And then I actually really hung out a lot with Nina and Brooklyn smoking in the smoker section. But <laughs> 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 then me and Nina's room were right next to each other. Did you ever, ever hear anything coming from Nina's room? Just a whole lot of snoring. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of snoring. Oh, my God. Now, is there anybody in the cast that you're not feeling right now? Well, you know, I'm the hated one of the season, <sighs> I think. But, you know, I'll take it. I'm strong enough to take it. But we'll see how the season plays out <laughs> and see how I'm going to feel about these girls at the reunion. I think that's very wise. You just w- watch and see. Okay, now I want to play a little word association with you. So I'm going to say a word and you tell me what you think. Oh, Lord. Okay, here we go. Booty holes. Friday night. <laughs> that, sounds like a good, that sounds like a good Friday. Okay, the swamp. Evie. As in she came crawling out of? <laughs> Don't come crawling about the swamp for me. No, that was memorable. That was one of those moments. Not one of my proudest moments, but it was a moment. <laughs> okay. Star Keisha Booty La Raja. Yes, ma'am. Rose BFF. Come through. Winner. Winner. So what kind of, what kind of, what do fans say to you when they meet you in person? What kind of response do you get? They tell me how funny I am. And you know, I didn't really go into this thinking that I was a funny person, but I think I'm like entertaining to watch. Yeah. And then they always said that I'm like so sweet and so nice when they actually meet me in person. They expect you're going to be a little, like, harsh or right. something, maybe. I don't know, but, like, you're a sweetheart. I try to be. Now, how's your how's your drag family been feeling about you on the show? My drag family, as well as my real family, they've been, like, super 
super supportive. They're just super proud of me living out my dream. Yeah. Can you tell me about your real family? Like, are they really involved in your in your drag life too? You know, it was funny because prior to me actually getting on the show, I don't think that my family actually took what I did very seriously. They didn't really consider it as a real career or anything that was, you know, tangible. So they now get to see like what I went through on the show and what all it takes to actually become who I am. They knew that I, you know, danced and worked. Now they get to see it. Right. They get to see like the heart and soul you pour into it. Exactly. They're proud of me. Like my mom gets to watch. She comes to my party every week, smiling on the front row, just like in the zone. She's watching. She's never watched Drag Race prior to me being on the show, but she absolutely loves it. <laughs> I love that so much. What's your mom's name? Talisa Mackey. Hey, Mama. Hey. Wait, Talisa? Talisa. Hey. You know I'm from the South. So we create some names. <laughs> okay. And so where can everybody see you next? Well, you can see me all over. Just uh, go to my website, therashaohara.com. You can find my tour dates. But I'm coming all around the world. I'll be in the city near you very, very soon. And we can most definitely, you know, do some shots or whatever. <laughs> Where is your um, Where is your Far to Runway look right now? Ooh. You had some fantastic elements. I loved the headpiece and like all the like, different you know materials. I really loved what I served on the runway. Uh, unfortunately, the pants didn't quite make it back home with me. <laughs> uh, one of those memories is like, bitch, I want to cut this out of my life. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but the top part, the uh, bustier part, I still have. I love the little green like blossoms you had in like your eye and your lashes and everywhere. Thank you. I appreciate that. Means the word. Well, honey, thank you so much for talking to us. I already miss you. I already miss you terribly on the on on, on the oh, season. Oh no! But guess what? I'll see y'all at the reunion. Oh, you better and you better come, and we we want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I can't right. wait. See what? you on DragCon too. Oh my God! May twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth. Come see you, girl. Get you some merch. Get you a t shirt and a fan. Please, is Talisa coming? She is. She's gonna be there. Oh, hot! Yeah, so y'all come say hey to my mama too. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Well, thank you, gorgeous. Have a beautiful afternoon. No problem. You too. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. See, like I said, I'm missing Raja already. So. Big thanks to her for talking to us this week. And also to Derek Barry, Kamora Black, and our Drag Race co-executive producers, Mish and Jacqueline, for taking us inside the Dragster studio this week. And most of all, big thanks to you for listening. And thanks for making drag totally organic and truly sustainable for our queens. And as always, get out and support your local Dragity Glamazons. And don't forget to tip them. Next week, we'll be back with more to snatch your attention, including a visit from the Elephant Queen, Miss Eureka herself. So do not miss it. For now, I'm going to let Miss Derek Berry take us out of here with one of her featured moments from the Bitch Perfect Challenge back in Season 8. See you next week, superstars. Gonna love you as you are. Gonna love you. You're a superstar. Gonna love you as you are. Gonna